Hey, you guys, still here. Welcome to The Lost I Love Green Dog Letters episode recorded at the 2018 Melbourne International Comedy Festival. The last ever episode of I Love Green Dog Letters ever recorded. A lot has changed, but we'll talk a little bit about that after. Until then, enjoy the show. Hey, you guys. Welcome to I Love Green Guide Letters, the podcast where we talk about the letters to the age, newspapers, television and radio lift out. Sorry, I was put off by someone walking into the room, which is a great sign of a successful person in show business. (laughs) (laughs) Very intimidating. Someone came to see you. Uh, welcome to I Love Green Letters, the podcast where we talk about the letters to the age, newspaper, television, radio, lift out, the green guide. I am Steel Saunders. <laughs> and I do love those green guide letters. <laughs> My voice is going. It's very interesting to jam-pack a month's worth of tiredness into four or five days. It is is great. Everyone else is um, just so fresh-faced and I am am hardened. I've been to podcasting NAM. (laughs) Let's bring up up your guests and we'll we'll get to letter-loving and enjoying the freedoms of podcasting and all that good stuff. So uh, let's get a round of applause going. He is the man behind the classic stitch-up. It is Aaron Gox! (laughs) Sometimes you don't say simple things like where you can come out from, and uh, that was good. I thought you were going to climb over, which would have been so (laughs) awesome, but we'll keep people coming out. Uh, You would love his uh, podcast, The Weekly Planet. He is an internet celebrity and a tram driver. It's Nick Maso Mason! (laughs) And our final guest is the pioneer of the shirt nappy. It's Dilruk Jaya Singer! (laughs) I was trying to make a grand entrance from a different area, but couldn't be fucked finding one. (laughs) the last minute. Dil- Hi, Steel Saunders. Dill, I am... You are You are looking fantastic. Thank you, Steel. You are looking a treat as well. When it, when, like the hair, you're looking uh, leaner. I've taken a book out, a leaf out of Ash Williams' book. It's a full rebrand. And <laughs> I'm going to go for a top knot soon. Pretty soon I'm going to go to a tanning salons and wank. I've got the whole thing planned. <laughs> <laughs> We're halfway there, just no tanning salon yet. Yeah, but that, that, that for you it would be a rebranding, but for Ash it's just brand. Like yeah. he, he hasn't mixed it up much. True, true, true. No, you're looking good. I can't, I can't wait for your Queer Eye episode to come out. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the Queer Eye program on Netflix? The no, reboot? I'm not a fan of the gays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you guys laughed. As it was calibrating in my head, I went, don't say that, but I'm like, they'll get it. Yeah. 
I thought you were going to say, I'm glad you guys laugh because I know I'm with my people. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good to have podcasts, the freedom of podcasting where people get irony. Because sometimes in stand-up, you might say something that you're so sure that is clearly you don't mean what you're saying. And some people just go, oh, no, fuck that. That's just mean. <laughs> but not you guys. You're like, that's oh, the guy who shit himself. Of course he's kidding. I, I saw on your Facebook today that one of your mother's friends had seen you on television. <laughs> yes. And had recommended, you know, it's telling your mum about it. Yeah, she texted mum. Mum lives in Sri Lanka and she had texted mum and said, I saw your son, it was good, but maybe you shouldn't watch it because there's a lot of naughty words. <laughs> what a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking narc. Because <laughs> people always, the first words they learn of a new language seem to be curse words, you know? Oh, because they're the best ones. Yeah. What are the languages? Do you know any other languages, Goxie? No. No? Just the curse words. What what, what did you give us one? Um, Malacca. Malacca. (laughs) I watched a lot of Nick Giannopoulos growing up. (laughs) Well, the Wog Boy, anyway. Oh, is there two different people, is it? (laughs) Nick Giannopoulos and the the Wog Boy, you don't want to mix them together. I meant the movie, yeah. Right, right, right. You didn't like uh, Acropolis, whatever that fucking thing is, is Acropolis now? That's a cultural issue. Sorry, yeah, I know, I know. Dude, it is so good to watch someone else on this podcast not know how to pronounce something. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the dude whose English is a second language, where to compare yourself to. (laughs) Acropolis now, you guys. Uh, (laughs) Classic Australian comedy. Uh, Nick Mason, we just did the uh, Star Wars podcast, which... Um, Do you like Star Wars? Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, the uh, I am comedian Steel Saunders, and I, I do love Star Wars. Um, and one of the people that was sort of hanging around afterwards, who was a big Star Wars fan, and he's actually an, an amazing Lego builder. Like, he goes and builds those big displays at the Lego conference thing. Adelaide listeners, it's Lego that he's talking about. <laughs> Um, (laughs) And as you walked past, he looked at me and goes, is that Nick Mason? (laughs) And I went, yes, that is Nick Mason. And he goes, oh, I had him on a tram once. (laughs) (laughs) He was thrilled. The legend grows. It's so exciting. He was thrilled. Do Do you get many people knocking on the front, like... More, more so lately, yeah. yeah. I, get, I get a few people that take a photo and run away. That's that's <laughs> But like, I'm, I'm still in that. I'm still in that that range of like when somebody goes, "Hey, you, Nick Mason." As I go to take the hand out to shake, I'm like, "Could be a debt collector." Should I should I admit to this? <laughs> <laughs> I really shouldn't. Are you are you in debt with all that weekly panet podcast money? Mm-hmm. Uh, look, well, I don't know. I'm 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 not good with accounting. So I used to be an accountant. I can help you. <laughs> all right. Are you, uh, how much are you getting paid for this? <laughs> uh, how much are you getting paid for this? <laughs> it's going to be a very sad debt collector. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, this is not going to make sense back home, but has people realised that based on, is, is it based on how we speak? Is that shaking based on that? Is anyone having an epileptic attack by that? Da, 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 da. Yeah, I think so. No, I don't think so. But one thing we could <laughs> agree on, great audio content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I prefaced it at the top by right. saying this. Were you doing a test then or just showing us your beatboxing skills? <laughs> <laughs> Please be a test. There, there, yeah, so everyone uh, listening, there is a, a screen that says Comedy Festival and it, it's quite, it's a bit, it's a bit like futuristic, mm. like the way it, it glitches. Because yeah. if you notice that in the future, screens 
yeah. that work that well. And like that even it was like Blade Runner and all of that stuff. There's a lot of glitched, glitched screens. And what have you been up to, Aaron? Um, I live up in Ballarat now, so not much. <laughs> Just uh, yeah, lo- enjoying the country life. <laughs> Mining for gold. What yes. about, uh, have you been working on any uh, viral videos? Like, you know, you had the stitch up, but where to now? Um, well, I don't work anymore, so I can't talk about anything that happens at work anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just waiting for my kids to do something, like, do something funny. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so you're not necessarily creative, you just observe something that happens in everyday life and just repeat. I wouldn't put it that crudely, but... <laughs> But you've been doing a lot of videos uh, you've with... You've got to know what's funny to retell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Seinfeld was just observing things that happened in his life, you know what I mean? Just repeating them. Who's that? <laughs> um, Goxie, you've been doing videos uh, like uh, Ocean Girl and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's where that's gone from Stitch Up. Obviously, Stitch Up was the start of it, but then now how many different uh, videos well, like have you done for Comedy Central? Stitch Up was just re- retelling something that happened at work. And Ocean <laughs> Girl was something someone had written for me. So it's just constantly... Not writing anything. Just retelling things, reading scripts. We're fucking glad you're here to riff then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, how's the, um, the, the cramming going or the clinking? Or cram, cram, the TV show Cram with Peter Hellier. Yeah. It was really good. I had uh, such a good, good time. And uh, Hellier uh, and I, we caught up the other day and... Um, <laughs> and, and then what happened, Dill? Uh, Cram went really well. It was interesting because we, we started off well. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where did you meet up? Like, it sounded like that you expected other people to know about this Peter Hallier meetup story. And you're like, me and Peter Hallier met up the other day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what did you get up to? No, I just started a censoring in my head. Uncensored. Yeah, we'll fix it in the edit. It'll be fine. Nah. Yeah. I want to make this as awkward as possible so he doesn't stay on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now it's in. That's how it works. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so is, it, is, it, is there more cramming coming or we don't, less cramming? We don't think so. Uh, we hope so, but we don't think so. But it was really fun and I'm uh, appreciative of all the extra ticket sales it has brought me. Weirdly, a lot of 15 to 16-year-old kids. They're like, oh, he was funny on that game show. Let's go see him talk about death <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what my show is about this year <laughs> the, oh. more of, uh, the, the it seems to step up what it was about a couple of years ago mm. um, I do reference it by the way I reference Green Guide in the show because I talk about how I used to not be embarrassed about things uh, to talk about on stage um, and I say for example uh, I am well known on a podcast for shitting my pants and walking naked in public <laughs> <laughs> and it's always nice to see the people who give that extra chuckle. I'm like, ah, they do love Green Guide Letters. <laughs> you mean telling those stories on podcasts, not doing it? Oh, did I say I'm doing it? Well, you have, that's one of the secret sections that never got released. <laughs> <laughs> the live defecation. Do you, do you have a girlfriend at the moment? What's going on here? <laughs> Who's in the crowd? Answer the question, Jill. Uh, the truth is I do not. Why? Okay. Because, right, I was talking about this at the Late Show last night. I was getting the train train home mm-hmm. and I got on at South Yarra Station, right? Yes. And... Yeah, what a betrayal. How dare you? What? <laughs> <laughs> getting the train home. It's his competitor. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were mates. Yeah. 
<laughs> and this girl sort of barreled out of the train and just got behind the uh, Coke machine, dropped her undies. Oh, I saw your photo. Yeah. <laughs> I know, sorry, that sounded weird. <laughs> sorry. But it was pu- it was a public photo. Yeah. That doesn't make it any better. <laughs> I did make it that you couldn't see like her face. You protected like her innocence. Yeah, unlike yeah. she. No, I thought it'd yeah. be worse if it was an inbox one. Like, Dill, check this out. I took this just for you. Like. But I thought, like, you after like I calmed down from actually seeing a, a girl <laughs> urinate in public, I was yeah. like, this could be the one for Dill. Fuck, so your image of me is so fucking low that you see some derelict take a piss on in public transport and you go, my mate's single. <laughs> My shirt nappy mate is single. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. What? So now are you a bit more protective of the stories that you tell on stage? No, no, not at all. Oh, God, no. What else do you want to fucking know? Uh, I put my penis in a vacuum cleaner once. To get it back out? Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like sometimes... Like, like, <laughs> I just like the idea that it's still there somehow yeah. and I've just left to go, no, no, no. No, because like, sometimes you accidentally vacuum up like a bit of Lego or something and then you go, well, it's not that long that I accidentally vacuumed my dick on the floor or anything like that. I also like the idea that at some point in your past you cut your dick off in a vacuum cleaner, but you haven't told that on stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. waiting, you need to be um, ready. Come, yeah, yeah. Wait a couple more that's years. my 10th year show, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. when you really learned the craft, <laughs> that's when you can. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no, it was a dare. <laughs> it was oh. a dare. Oh, oh I, I <laughs> thought it was because your like penis was dusty. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like afterwards, a bit of spray and wipe, and you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it had been. It had not been used for so long. It had collected moths and <laughs> <laughs> cobwebs. <laughs> Sorry, I went through a lot of dry spells, and <laughs> it makes me I laugh. Dill's like the only person laughing at his. Own misery. These <laughs> <laughs> dusty balls. What was what year mm. in your life was this an acceptable dare? Uh, two thousand seventeen. No, uh, um, it was it was I think in the mid two thousands. Post uni, like uni days, dumb uni sti- uni times. I was on a I was on a ball like a trip away with a bunch of mates of mine who play baseball. It was like the University games or something like that, and uh, we were drinking since '99, and um, <laughs> and yeah, it was just a I don't know I can't you know sometimes those contexts you just lose no. and then all of a sudden someone's no. you're playing some sort of uh, truth or dare maybe or I don't know what the sounds like a fun party where a vacuum was. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to a party, all right. <laughs> I assume there's no vacuums at most parties. <laughs> I, I'm just mind blown that a, like a Dyson had a Me Too moment. <laughs> <laughs> was it a Dyson? Because you would have no balls. Because those things no, can. No, it was they, not a they Dyson. Are, I do not. Yeah, stick your dick in a lesser brand. <laughs> <laughs> that would that be is my... that is. If there's any takeaway point from this podcast, <laughs> stick your dick in anything but Dyson. Did anyone think that the dare was going to be like when he was seven? 
No. no Who no, fucking dares a yeah. seven-year-old to put a dick in a vacuum cleaner? It's, I would like to think that it's a more of a drunken thing rather than anyone soberly telling someone else to do that. Yeah, I don't know. Was this the weirdest dare that took place that night? <laughs> oh, no, no. You should have seen what I did with the toaster. <laughs> <laughs> it chucked itself in a bathtub afterwards. <laughs> Well, Steele and I enjoying this podcast. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of you guys. I've scared Thelma. Thelma's very upset by all this. With the, the urination at the train station... No, oh, you fucking Eminem over here. What? They, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Say that sentence again. No. <laughs> <laughs> With the uh, urination at the station... <laughs> he did it! He did it! Some white ass rap. Um, have, have you ever had anything that could s- step to that? Any defecation on trams? Uh, there's some meth smoking from time to time, but there's. That's oh, just you know the drivers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Goxy, come on, mate. Sorry, mate. No, that's not <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you have one accident in a year, <laughs> and people don't let you forget it. <laughs> What's, how do you know if it's, uh, if it's meth or something else? I don't know. I can't even tell the difference between regular smoke and weed smoke. So I have, I have honestly have no idea. So, but it, but, but it's a little pipe. It's a little pipe, right? Okay. Yeah. Just could be a anachronistic sort of person who just loves smoking a pipe. Well, that's against the law as well. Oh, so really? No. Okay. How dare you? Does does meth have a? S- is there a smell of meth? Is there a whiff of meth? Anyone? Doxy? <laughs> don't turn to me. <laughs> All right, let's talk about drugs that maybe you can relate to more, right? Like fla- Iced coffee. Flavoured milks, yeah. right? <laughs> One of my favourite things about coming back is that in it's normally about every six months or whatever, and in that time, the milk companies have continued their ever-going battle to make their iced coffee more extreme, more loaded. Like Masculine. Ne- and yeah, and now there's like the bottles are like, they can't get any blacker. <laughs> like just of just like this is fuck this is gonna mess you up. What's what's the top line coffee iced coffee at the moment? It's, it's funny how it, they are so masculine because it's like they've taken this drink that's hot and bitter and they've cooled it down and put sugar in it and that's masculine. That's like <laughs> that's like I don't what know why I'm insulting the drink that I have all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what happens to Steel Saunders when he sees his cat. He's all angry and bitter, and then he sees his cat and gets sweet and cold. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're roasting him or just like. <laughs> no, it's a compliment about his cat. Thank you. And the soothing effect he has on him. We can't do anything with compliments, they're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like being around comedians. It's just like you say something nice, but they can't use that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what he's trying to say is like, my cat is like his vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> so you put. No, don't worry. <laughs> You can work out where I was going with that. <laughs> For a dare. Oh, <laughs> uh, you fucked it. You, line, you, line crossed. Line yeah. crossed. That is... Sorry, yeah. mate. That is very upsetting. The claws are out. That is... So in my defence, I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> How about we love some letters? Let's please. Alrighty. This one is titled French Connection. I'm delighted to see the return of Spiral. I'm so happy to see the return of the voice. I haven't heard it in so long. SBS. 
This warts and all French police drama focuses on the brutal and squalid lives of those on the fringes, far from tourist haunts. We may not fully understand the legal system, but it doesn't much matter when good scripts, fine acting and a stellar cast keep us glued to the screen. And that one was written by the greatest of all the letter writers. Oh, no way. Helen Scheller of <laughs> Benella. Oh. <laughs> You're all about the rhyming today, aren't you, pal? I just, anytime she writes in, it is worth, because her letters, let's admit it, are terrible. But um, <laughs> I just, like, nothing is more fun than saying Helen Scheller, Benella. Try it out, Goxie. Helen Scheller from Benella. Feels good, right? Yeah. It's what's, pu- the sh- what's the show called? Spyro. S- spiral. Oh, okay, right. Spiral. But spiral. I like the line, um, and I, I hope that the police, like this is a quote from the show, um, we may not fully understand the legal system, but it doesn't much matter. <laughs> That's what I want out of a legal drama. Right. I'm just impressed that SBS is getting out to Benella. <laughs> Do <laughs> you think there's much of a viewership there? Because <laughs> back, yeah, back in the day, like getting SBS was, was really troublesome. Like you'd watch. Um, it's like I only want to watch South Park and Fat Pizza. Just work <laughs> <laughs> once a week. <laughs> and that was Brisbane too. <laughs> there's a, like there's been many crazy things said on this podcast. You know, Dill told the story about using the the shirt nappy, but nothing as outrageous as I just want to watch Fat Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and South Park. Have you, uh, a lot of the Fat Pizza character actors uh, are stand-up comedians. Have you ever encountered them in real life? Like Tahir and stuff? Yeah, I've done a few gigs with Tahir. Was it a fan, like, did you fan out when you met him? I actually brought uh, my parents along and they liked him. <laughs> and I did as well. <laughs> <laughs> I just realised how small of an industry this is. I was like, I don't want it getting to him that I am neutral. So I didn't say I didn't like him. How are you going to get on that Acropolis Now reboot if you're paying out on here? Yeah, exactly. Who, who's the most impressive person you've done a gig with? Guilty. <laughs> As in well-known or just how impressive they were? Just the, the most impressive to Who blew you away? Um... Fuck, you put me on the spot here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, it's almost like you're a professional entertainer. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> does, it, does it have to be live or like... Could I, it be dead? Have you well, killed your off heroes? At this point, we're no, just No, no, like I mean like head. live stand-up. Just or was it like... Because I, I did a show with Sean McCaleb and that was like, whoa. There oh, you that, go. That's good. Yeah, because I loved... Where was that? Enjoyed him since like full frontal when I was a kid. And where do you see McAuliffe? No, I did a little thing on his XPM show. Oh no line. way! Yeah, right. that's what I was trying to say. Is it just stand up or? No, no, that. And, you, um, you nailed the fucking answer in the end. And did a. <laughs> you took did a podcast with Safran. That was awesome. Safran is great. What? So what? Is, is it's like because that's for me longevity. Like because it's like fuck. I've been. Oh sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, that's how dare <laughs> you swear, you stupid cunt. <laughs> Still, you can't say that. <laughs> no, I was like, oh, I've been, you know, like most of my life. Do you I've think been... you're in court right now, Aaron? 
I'm usually a nice boy. <laughs> <laughs> you still are. Just don't worry. You know those things I was filming? I was like, oh, I don't want my mum to see it because I was saying the C word. <laughs> but he said, anyway. Um, yeah, but for me, it's like longevity. Like these guys have, have sort of looked up to them since I was like 10 or whatever. Yeah. You know? Even earlier for like, yeah, McCaleb. And so that for me was like. Do you have an ultimate uh, of all the people that you watched growing up? Uh, say, like, let's keep it local of all the sort of comedy yeah. heroes. Who do you so I can't say Mr. Bean. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you put me on the spot again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, Mesa, what about I you? Get, yeah, pr- uh, probably like he doesn't. Not many people gig with him, but like Carl Barron would yeah. be pretty mad. He's yeah. pretty awesome. But not many people. He just does his own thing. I think. Like, yeah, it's uh, like uh, you know, I've never come across him at gigs and stuff like that. He popped in at the comics lounge once, like three years ago, but that was it. Like I've never been in around. Anything to do with Carl Barron? I once saw him at an ATM. <laughs> how much? Did, how much did you take out? Oh, uh, it was it was it was pineapples all the way. He's doing <laughs> okay. very well. It was right. um, on the <laughs> way up to the like up to King's Cross, like on that Williams Road or whatever that goes up to the Coke sign, and near uh, the strip clubs and stuff. I wouldn't know. Um, <laughs> I honestly wouldn't. But, uh, yeah, he was getting some cash out, and that was my uh, brush with Carl Baron fame. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Meso? Fanboy moments? Um, Is it like a superstar tram driver that you'd like to... (laughs) There is. is. He doesn't wear a bow... He doesn't wear a regular tie. He wears a bow tie. I mean, I don't wear a tie, but, you know, he wears a little bow tie, and he's got a little soul patch, and he's like... He's, there have been articles written. He's, the, he's like the coolest and the nicest tram driver in, in Melbourne. Oh. And I, and I was, I was not expecting that answer. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I was super prepared to hate him, but then I met him and I went, oh, he's cool and nice. <laughs> oh, what a nice man. I'm going to pen an article about him. That's right. Who's the most famous person that has been on your tram? Oh, uh, Mr. Copperart. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Smith. what? <laughs> Pete oh. Smith. Yep, he's been on there. Uh, I nearly ran over Billy Brownless once. Um, <laughs> this was in your car, good. though. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's more. A, that's more a passion project. You know. yeah. How about this one, you guys? Too much waste. Mm. Feels like fat shaming. <laughs> Wasted. The story of food waste. SBS was an excellent and informative documentary. But I couldn't help thinking that my parents and grandparents lived like that, never wasting anything, partly because they couldn't afford much and also the lack of choices. My father grew up on a farm. Jesus. (laughs) And my parents lived their early married life in the country where there were limited shops. I was amazed by about oh, sorry, I was amazed by the amount of food wasted now. And that is from Susan Monday in Bentley East. Whoa, 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 whoa. Her name is Mundane? No, Monday. Oh, okay. Because I was like, fuck, she's nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> is this the um one with the the chaser guy? Was it uh, Craig? That's war against waste, oh. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was well off. No, no, no. You had the word waste in both of them. You're fine. Yo, it's an SBS joint. I think those guys are more... Uh, ABC. ABC. Well, that's what I was going to say. I thought it was ABC. Yes. I, um, I, I think all great TV reviews do include what your 
father did mm. in his early years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and life on the farm. Um, you are at the moment trying to waste as much food as possible. Are you not Dilrook? Waste food? Um, no, I'm trying to waste myself. Uh, that was my reverse way of saying <laughs> diet. I, yeah, me and uh, our good friend Ben Lomas are doing a bet where we are trying to... We bought about 120 kilos each uh, at the start of the year and we were racing to get under 100 kilos. The first person to get under 100 gets 1,000 bucks. And uh, the last time we did a weigh-in, uh, I was like 104 and he was like 106, so... 104 and 106. Yeah, it's getting wow, that's close. awesome. Well, that was two weeks ago, so I'm hoping there's a lot more that we lost sense. Oh, and we're documenting it on our new podcast called Fitbit. So, if any listeners here, <laughs> that'd be great. Oh, a couple of listeners. Hey, how exciting! No that's ads. nice. There's a lot of pressure because it's comedy festival right now, and that's the the land of fried chicken and late night just disgusting fried food. So, how are you? How yeah, you yeah, it's been challenging mainly because also the venue that I'm at is the Swiss Club. At Fl- on Flinders Lane, and part of my deal of I get a free meal each night, which is so hard to say no to. Oh, fucking fondue every <laughs> night. I have to walk past other people's cheese and schnitzel. Can you not see me salivating as I'm saying these things? It's been torturous. At least Swiss cheese is less of it. You know the. <laughs> <laughs> My whole life has been leading up to that point. <laughs> Where can I use a Swiss cheese joke? <laughs> Man, if only it was getting recorded. <laughs> what? Sound of smoke. According to the ABC TV news on Monday, smoke was bellowing. <laughs> <laughs> We have a firebug in the audience. (laughs) From the ground at Cobden, yet I couldn't hear a thing. (laughs) And that's from Peter Knight in St. Arnaud. You know what I say to Peter? Your smoke theory sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What a crossover episode. (laughs) Great crossover (laughs) reference. Do do um, Do you know what they're getting at with that one? Because no bellowing describes a sound, but smoke doesn't make a sound. This is almost oh. like a... Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. Oh. This, is om- this is like they're running their own little media watch, like pulling yeah. out... <laughs> yeah, that's where the, the voice comes from. You know how they read out letters in media watch in that, like, oh, yeah. that, that voice? That's where the, the voice... That's what it was. It's inspo was. <laughs> the voice. Like John Farnham. It all makes sense now. (laughs) (laughs) Whispering fuckhead. (laughs) Whispering jackass. (laughs) What about this one? Sporting chance. Are you much of a sports guy, Aaron? I like sports. What's what's your sport of uh, your go-to? Probably AFL. I like AFL. Okay. Yeah. If anyone's interested, Hawks are leading. So that's good. <laughs> All right. Sorry. And to answer your question, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very exciting time still. 74 to, 74 to 50. Very good. A timely sports update that people <laughs> will enjoy in the future. <laughs> do you have any sporting desires? Quidditch. Oh, I could do Quidditch, couldn't I? <laughs> 
Uh, no, I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm not at the level where, where I call sport sports ball, but I'm just one notch above that. So the, the, the I'm not. I'm, I'm not against it. You do you go to the footy? You go to the footy and stuff, don't you? No. Yeah, he doesn't get off the tram though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I go past it. I dr- I go past and I dream one day, <laughs> one day. What, what, who are the, the least uh, civil sporting fans on the train? Oh, good question. Um, rugby U... Do we have... What do we have? Rugby... Uh, uh, oh, rugby. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, was, I was about to split the audience in Melbourne over Rugby League <laughs> or Rugby Union. Uh, we have you, Melbourne Rebels, is that what you mean? The Storm, the who, are the, who are those that's guys? Is that, is that that's league? league? That's League, yeah. Ah, come on. Yeah, okay, yeah. look, I get you're not into sport, but surely you know Melbourne Storm is League. No. Fuck. <laughs> No, I, I, I knew it was Melbourne Storm. Molly Melbourne's team. And I knew the sport started with rugby something. Yeah. Like Inexcusable. I drifted rugby uh, You know what? Get out of my country. <laughs> <laughs> being, like, but being from Brisbane, I used to just think like everyone in Melbourne like absolutely loves AFL because like the numbers were so huge. But then I realised, but because the city's a lot bigger than Brisbane as well, <laughs> it's like 90,000 people in a game. That's like, you know, like that's like one-fifth of the city. It's like... Yeah. Turns out it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you citing these figures from? <laughs> Sporting chance. ABC Television News on Sunday analysed at length the cheating Australian cricketers. Gave a top spot to the return of Gary Ablett to Geelong and the team's narrow win. But there was nothing about the many thousands of ordinary people who rallied for refugees on Palm Sunday. How come? And that's from Anne Sagro in Coburg North. Can I confirm that Anne's complaint is that there wasn't enough refugee coverage during the sporting section? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck does she think refugees are? It's not a visiting team from another country that's coming here (laughs) for a little game on a Christmas island. I think maybe due to uh, the nature of the cricketing story that they may have bumped it up. Mm. Top story. Mm. Top story. Uh, How do you feel about these cheating cricketers, uh, Dill? To be honest, very sad. I, um, I grew up in Sri Lanka watching a lot of cricket and during the 90s, uh, Australia was one of Sri Lanka's biggest rivals. There was a lot of controversy around uh, Murali, uh, one of the star bowlers from Sri Lanka getting called a chucker in Australia. And then the, like, so I cr- grew up with a lot of anger towards the Australian cricket team and it's taken a good decade after living in this country for me to finally feel really proud to say I do like the Aussie cricket team again because it's all new players including Steve Smith who I think is probably the best batsman in the world right now. Where did you make this proclamation? (sighs) Where did you announce to the world that you now like the Australian cricket team again? To my new girlfriend the vacuum cleaner and (laughs) and I and I was quite sad to sort of see this happen and I'm like ah, I was so close to like you know really feeling proud and patriotic I just don't get the vitriol? The, well, just how bad they are at cheating. Oh, yeah, right. uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've never played cricket before. I've, like, I, at school or whatever, we played with a tennis ball. Oh, my God, that real ball, fuck off. <laughs> same, same. I Even in Sri Lanka, we play everyday backyard cricket, but I've never faced a cricket ball, the leather ball, because, ouchie. Oh, it, it gives your wrists whiplash. It, no, no good. No, no, no buys. A lot but of people are sort of saying, like, what, why is it, like, who don't follow sport? 
I was like, why is it so big? And it's unfortunately, I think, because they put like Australia gets put on such a pedestal where they're like, we're above this. Yeah. Which is dumb. I always cringe when I hear that word, un Australian. You know that word? Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. But I don't know what it means. <laughs> it's the opposite of mateship. On Australia. <laughs> Un Australian Australian is not knowing that Melbourne Storm is a league team. (laughs) (laughs) I learned it when I did the citizenship test. (laughs) 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 I like the the citizenship test. It's got shit like I'd I'd get exported out. Like it's so bizarre to have to know anything about sport to be honest that was a bit of a myth it was like the, the actual test has nothing to do with it. it's more to do with law stuff it's actually fine but and like no how many flags do we have or whatever things like that but what is the right amount of now that he passed it he was protesting it before yeah. <laughs> well no because the age published when it was sort of in contention they published a mock uh, mo- uh mock exam and one of the questions was don bradman's average and that's the one that people lost their shit to the <laughs> other one was like i don't know Lyrics to K San or some shit. I don't know. But <laughs> like, uh, the lyrics to K San is just like, nah, nah. Sydney's almost done. Uh, is, is Don Bradman's average 99.9? Close. Four. 99.94. And Close, he, though. He needed four. If he got four in his yeah. last innings, it would have been 100. Yeah. But he was crying so much little, you can see just the a little ball bit of bonus fact. That's true. <laughs> see how fun sport is, guys? Um, it is true. You're right about the cheating thing. It's so embarrassing. Well, it's, it's, it's like you've, there's 18 cameras on you. Mm. That It seems like you should just... I, I felt like I could come up with a better <laughs> like plan. He didn't even use white tape. What yeah. Did use, get some yellow tape? Test, match, test matches go for five days. Again, this is more facts. You can learn all this. but uh, <laughs> The test match goes for five days and they're out in the field for like a single day. I think it's seven or eight hours, something like that. So they, they're just like... They were like, there's a lot of ads in between overs. So like you said, I think they just were like, uh, the camera's bound to be not on me. Oh. And it was. But the cameras are still there. Like the camera doesn't turn yeah. to film like the KFC. <laughs> they, they go to the tape. And, yeah, and they were actually like, because there'd been some hostility in the series before this, so the cameramen were extra motivated to like, yeah, catch yeah. them out. Well, like, I, I, d- I just, it's so confusing that I could have done it, like... Because we had, like, the sandpaper or whatever. Mm. Right. So, you know, on a skateboard, there's, like, grip tape. No, and I don't. Well, it's an adhesive <laughs> thing. They put it on the top, and it's the black grip. Do okay. you know what I mean? And it's like sandpaper, and it helps your feet stay on the board. You can get clear grip tape. So he could have just got clear, stuck it on his hand or something, and it would have been skin colour. No yeah. fuss, no muss. No crying at the airport. It's really bizarre, the whole thing. And, like, to be honest, I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all, but... I realised I'd rather the live in a world... The start of every great sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need to select I've, more I ex-skateboarders. Don't, <laughs> I don't believe it's a conspiracy, but I just realised I'd rather live in a world where there is some conspiracy that we're not being told about than to think that they would do something so dumb. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a happier place to think, oh, there's a bigger story here than we're seeing. So you would rather... I'd rather be that the Illuminati is in behind this than... <laughs> Accept that these <laughs> players did something so stupid. Because it really sad, it really bums me out. What do the Illuminati have to gain by uh, <laughs> by throwing a test match? Good question. Mm. I don't question these things. Yeah, that's a good. The a Illuminati good work in mis- mysterious that ways. That is very true. Illuminati and God don't question it. <laughs> Happy Easter, everybody. You have to. 
Are we worried when I go to a, a cricket game and the stumps are making a, like a, a yeah. pyramid shape? Yeah, the eye. That's the third umpire camera. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think it's funny. It's like a lot of people love like Shane Warne because like, oh, he's a bit fat and smokes ciggy. You know, they're like, oh, just an average Joe. Larrikin. So, yeah, but uh, and then as soon as a player is like, oh, I'm not good enough to like compete with them without cheating, like that's being like us as well, you know. <laughs> and then they turn on him. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Aaron? I should be playing cricket. <laughs> 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 no, but I'm just saying like, people want one thing and then turn on you if you try and do that. I don't think anyone wanted them to cheat, though. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just, I, I, it's not even the cheating thing that... Well, it doesn't even bug me. I, it just baffles me. It's like, there's 20 cameras. Yeah. Now's not the time. Do, like... I don't know. Like, watch watch some like Mission Impossible movies, yeah. and 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 like get like get some devices. They need like someone developing like the fingernail that separates into a scratchy thing or <laughs> something. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Put some thought behind it. Because you're you're into you come from like skateboarding background. Was there anything you can? Has there ever been a scandal like this in the, s- the skateboarding world? Yeah, if you put Ooh. a jetpack on it. Was it like, <laughs> oh, we found an engine that was making his kickflips happen? Or <laughs> There was there was one. It's not true, but some crazy people on the internet thought there was this guy Bob Burnquist that rode these giant ramps. And I read a conspiracy theory that he had um, put magnets like in the board and on his feet to like do what he was doing. Because because part of being really good is like is gripping, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Using the clear grip tape, I which tried, you could use to cheat at cricket. Yeah, yeah. I did a bit of skating. Believe it or not, I wasn't good at it, but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know. Um, we used to, did you ever do we when we were like thirteen or fourteen? No, it was last year. No, <laughs> we got the inside of a bike tube. Did you ever do that? And then yes. like, you put it around your deck. This isn't an episode anymore. Around your what? Still re- <laughs> reminiscing old skating memory. You remove the you vacuum get the, and then you get the bike tube. Yeah, you get the tube from inside a tire and you sure you put it through your skateboard and because it, it's so springy and rubbery, yep, yep, it yep. makes you do really high jumps. Yeah, so you can make the board sort of spring up with you. Like a yo-yo. So did any skaters ever use that? <laughs> Not legitimately, no. <laughs> but, man, Bogans love it. Because um, <laughs> You know in the, the, the Papa's docker where he was sort of... But that was just more ripping on Hawk where he's like, oh, he doesn't flip and... What he, the fuck he happened here? <laughs> <laughs> let's, anyway. go, let's go to this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, but I'm making a big list of things that we can talk I about. I haven't caught up with Steele in a while, all right? I'm <laughs> Some people call in private and chat. This is part we of the Western yeah. Suburbs citizenship yeah. test. You wouldn't know. Oh. <laughs> Rosebud, mate. <laughs> hey, guys, you might know, you might not know, but somewhere in my very confusing life, I also own a store in Melbourne City called The Shore Store. It is at 11 Manchester Lane City and stocks a bunch of clothing brands that I love, like Champion, Stussy, Nike, New Balance, Vans, and so much more, including our very popular Shore brand merchandise, which you may have seen us wear over the years. Currently, we are in our mid-year clearance sale, which means there are a ton of t-shirts going out the door for 25 bucks and hoods, crews, and zip-up fleece tops for 50 
$1,000. You can check out the store in person at 11 Manchester Lane City, just around the corner from the Town Hall, or you can browse the entire store's range and enjoy our mid-year sale at theshorestore.com. Also check out the Shore Store's podcast, Manchester Lane Radio, with interviews with Geraldine Hickey, Nick Mason, and Dilrook Jaya Singer, among others. Website, theshorestore.com, social media, at the Shore Store. Thanks so much. And now back to that show. Motorsport madness. This is a lengthy one. This might be the end of me. (laughs) What an abysmal telecast by Channel 10 of the Melbourne Grand Prix on Sunday. Two hours of absolute rubbish had to be endured before seeing one race. Then, rather than show the advertised Ferrari Challenge of 10 laps or the GT Championship 4th race. There was just more of the same senseless drivel, promos and supposed celebrities. Then more of the same after the Courier Cup. For fuck's sake. Multiple repeats of stuff we saw on Saturday. And don't get me started on the ads. (laughs) (laughs) Or the car race. Then they had the temerity to finish the telecast 20 minutes before the program time to show Channel 10 personalities rather than interviews with the top three drivers. Fucking hell. Channel 10, the home of motorsports? I don't think so. Who is this character? And that is from John Cortinen. Of Northcote. Fucking John, the irony, he's just kept going round in circles <laughs> over and over. I like he's, he's got the, the nerve to, to dare challenge like a slogan they came up with. Like someone would have just gone, ah, oh, call us the home of motor racing. And he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're the I'm, like, like it's not official. Like some guys just in the advertising department go, call us the home of motorsport. Yeah. It's he's like, you're not, you're not. You're the clubhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else is. Motorsport's just Seems visiting. <laughs> Motorsport's treating you like an Airbnb Channel 10. <laughs> no home. Are, are you defensive because you know that um, next year you'll be in like the celebrity race? That seems like the sort of thing you'd be popping up in. I don't have my driver's license. <laughs> Lost it in a vacuum cleaner. So it'll be you. <laughs> So it'll be you with, like, you, you know, a, a family or a relative. <laughs> and you're, you're just getting your hours up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like 100, 120 hours. <laughs> I think it's a, a thing. With, there's, like, quite a, quite a few don't. Comics have a licence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of stand-ups don't have, like, uh, Nick Cody, uh, Justin Hamilton. So there's a few of us who never got one. Have you ever driven a car at all? I have my driver's license in Sri Lanka, but I just never told people in Australia because in at uni we were always someone had to be the designated driver, so I always just wanted to drink, um, <laughs> so I just never told them. And then did any study take place? It just sounds like uni no, was no, just no, one no. big bender. No, it was a big bender, but I'm very <laughs> smart, so I passed everything. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, I, I yeah I was eligible to transfer it while I was a student because that makes sense. But once I became a citizen. Uh, they're like, well, you can't accept, we can't accept your Sri Lankan license anymore. So I have to do the whole 
L's and all the other letters that come with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's upsetting. Because I don't even drink anymore, so I should probably get it. Ah, uh, see, so you're, you're wasting your sobriety, not yeah. driving me around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Sydney Poitier. <laughs> Miss Daisy. I'm not whoever that lady was portrayed by. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I should get it. Uh, you know what? Maybe that's my little challenge for myself. Before I get on this podcast next time, I will uh, at least have my L's. Ooh. Are you just trying to like defy gravity? Stereotypes? Yeah. Defy stereotypes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the one that doesn't drive. <laughs> I didn't specify what. <laughs> it could have been fat man. Because I, um, I used to be a taxi driver, so mm, mm, mm. had a lot of people wanting to bring up the race thing. Really? What? Mainly me, well, but no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, it wasn't me. I, got, I actually got sick of it. People like always wanted to talk about it. I'm like, what did they want to talk about? Saying why aren't you Indian? This, yeah, th- yeah. It's like, well, this is weird. This is odd. Oh, right, right, right. And no. what would you say? Some of us. I say, yeah, it is very odd. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I just, yeah, I didn't want to talk about it. Did you? Were you mates with a lot of the other taxi drivers and say it doesn't work like that? They hated me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Why did they hate you? Because I, I was because I was a good driver. Yeah. Oh, got him. No. Nah, um, nah. No, why did they hate you? No, nah, no, nah, I, I, I was exaggerating that. I was, I, I, I just, I just did, did my job and didn't socialize. Are you going to do a viral video about taxi driving? No. Why not? <laughs> Sounds like a wealth of material there. <laughs> Lawrence Mooney got his dri- taxi driver license just to write a show, and then I think there was one joke by the end of it. <laughs> 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 and then he was just shaking like never again. <laughs> never. How long do you do it for? Um, about. I did it because I did it in two parts. So first was about six months, and then um, had a break. Yeah, and a bit over, so yeah, a bit over a year. I did it. Then I did it a few months again after that. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. So we have a tram driver, taxi driver. Yes. Are you a pilot? <laughs> <laughs> just, just cover all different bases. Not in real life. No. <laughs> I've, I've, I've flown a few X wings in my time. <laughs> Sometimes you're on a tiger and you think, should I go in there and help him? You know. So <laughs> like, I know this is a budget airline, but this is crazy. So now looking back, now that you're not a taxi driver, do you regret all the times that you didn't record the Stefanovics in the back seat? Ah. Well, it was in Brisbane, so there was no celebrity. Unless you count aggro. But <laughs> <laughs> There's not many celebrities in Brisbane. There wouldn't be, No. <laughs> It's like, come on, I need Savage Garden. Or <laughs> <laughs> come on, hop in. Uh, yes, definitely. It, that sums up Brisbane in a nutshell. A hairdresser, a guy who had Who's a hairdresser. He had hairdressing salons in like the 80s. That's the biggest celebrity we've ever <laughs> And he had this like sky needle. Like, okay. you know, it was just this big pointy thing. It's just, it does nothing. It's just to go, yeah, I'm successful, you know. <laughs> what do you like, mean? Why is that there? Like, well, what's his sky needle? 
Is that like just a tall building? He put it near the city. Like tweezing and stuff like that, maybe? I think what? he was just so showing a, off. A hairdresser built a, a Yeah, because he was like an uh, entrepreneur and, and he had this real fast speedboat as well. This oh big wow. pink speedboat. You said he had all these things. Where is he now? I, f- I think he's... I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I haven't been following the Stefan life. <laughs> <laughs> sort of sounds like you have. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot going on in Brisbane, all right? <laughs> Everyone knows about Stefan. Yeah, <laughs> What's Stefan's last name? Because it's like a bigger city like Melbourne. You've got quite a lot of entrepreneurs. Answer the question! Sorry. <laughs> I got scared. <laughs> I know. Uh, what was no, it? No. What's Stefan's last name? He just went... That's how famous he was. He just went by one name. Oh, like, like Agro. Yeah. <laughs> it, you, we, we can't be bothered in Brisbane with surnames. We're just... Yeah, yeah. It's too hot. Goxie. There you go. That's another one. <laughs> it's my surname. Fair point. No, you got. That's yeah, actually right. It is literally. Well, it's not literally because it's got Y on the end. But. But. Um, <laughs> so, what? Well, so that's it. That's the only celebrity. Uh, uh, Agro, the hairdresser. You must have someone else. Um. Does Warwick Kappa come under your Queensland sort of stuff? I, I think he's Pauline Hanson. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Probably should have stopped at Steph. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We gave up on trying to get known for good things. We're like, let's just be awful. Like That'll get us fame. I like Brisbane. Brisbane, like, uh, I just did the Brisbane Comedy Festival. People are lovely there. Until I go, s- like, 20 minutes outside the city. <laughs> <laughs> then shit starts to get really weird. The, f- the, the festival's a good event there, but that, that's kind of, like, sad, too, because it's like, why can't we repeat, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, three weeks of, like, good Culture. stuff going on. Yeah, and then <laughs> Back to regular. Please don't send this to Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, they'll still get waiting on SBS. <laughs> I just don't want you to get in bad form with Stefan because <laughs> if he finds out about this... Yeah, your hair's going to look disastrous. <laughs> <laughs> Please thank our guest, Dil Rook Jai Singer, <laughs> Nicholas Mason and Aaron Gox. Yes, you may plug some merch. I've got some air fresheners if anyone wants to buy one. <laughs> Are they Ice merch coffee. Or did you s- Ice coffee smell. Do. And if you don't drive like Dill, you can put them in the toilet. So, if you don't have a toilet, I don't know what I can do for you. You go to South Yarra Station. That's what you do. <laughs> so, did you steal this from the cabs or is no. this your actual merch? It's, it's my like, merch. This it's is fucking legit. Fucking awesome. Fucking dope. It. it is like a proper cutout thing. Iced Goxy. The big A. That is... That is so good, man. That, I, I forgive you And there's now. ones that haven't been in my pocket as well. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's just the sample one. Wait, Steel, did you just say, I forgive you now? Yeah. <laughs> no, for not knowing Stefan's surname. Uh, I, I really wanted I thought that. you were saying for the bad episode. <laughs> no. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Um, that is... How, how much are the uh, little treats? Uh, $10. $10. Wow, that's going to be some good smelling toilet. Can I open that and smell it and yeah. pass it around so people can get <laughs> as a sample? A sample, yeah. That's but then you can smell a bit already on that. But no, it smells like your ass because it's been there. <laughs> my ass isn't in my pocket. That's the big A. <laughs> my pocket is around the corner from my ass. <laughs> it's neighbours, is it? <laughs> Sounds like the new Beyonce song. All right. I can't open it. Oh wait, I just, I just it's not the first it. time Steele said that. 
Maybe put your mic down. I'll hold it. He doesn't trust me with two mics. Mate, I'll never put my mic down. <laughs> oh, that is legit good. <laughs> yeah? That's coffee. That's real. <laughs> hey, uh, one sniff, not a cheat day. Uh, <laughs> it actually smells kind of sweet. It's the next Lynx flavour. Like, where, what, where is it best kept? Because it feels a bit too much for, like, you know, a toilet. Coffee smell in the toilet seems a bit odd. Where would you recommend? I was just joking. Where would you recommend? For a car. For a car. Yeah. Can I pass it to the crowd? If you want, yeah. Right. Oh, if I want, Take yeah. one sniff and pass it on, sniff. everyone. <laughs> this is like 3D, where you sniff as well. <laughs> Anything else that you'd like to pick? I think you just I passed it. You didn't even bother smelling. I have two shows, one tonight and one next Monday, but i got some flyers. Can I give them out the door? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. And, and where can the good people of the internet track down your uh, videos and stuff? Um, I'm on all of the free social medias, so <laughs> all right, none all right. of the ones that cost Sorry. anything. Can you stop passing it because everyone's distracted now? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my bad. You hang on to it, madam. I, may, I mainly I put a lot of my stuff on Facebook, so Aaron Gox, G-O-C-S, but also a little bit of Instagram and Twitter. Twitter's crap. But, um, <laughs> You're good on Instagram stories. I had a lot of fun making some videos. I'm you. trying to crack Twitter, but it's hard. What do you mean crack it? Like uh, I'm making an effort. Oh, okay, nice. But it's... It's tough out there, man. Yeah, because you're up against, like... People not eating Meso and... <laughs> There's a lot of political stuff. I don't get very political. <laughs> Probably for the best. Because, <laughs> you know, the political parties, they don't really do much for the chalk milk c- circuit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't have that skeleton... Because there's, there's all these... There is these weird parties coming out, isn't there? There's, like, the motoring party and fishing party. Maybe there's... Maybe there's a chalk, chalk milk, milk party, party coming up sometime yeah. soon, Aaron Gox. Are you telling me to start it? Because yes. if you yeah, are, yeah, fuck yeah, you've got a big enough following right now, just for a gag at least. Surely, run for government. run for something. Because yeah. some of those senators have like a real. Well, you could be the mayor of Ballarat. Don't they? Don't they get a really small amount to get in? Like the yeah, some of them have gotten in by accident. So yeah, please. <laughs> what, what what would be your platform? Like what what would you want to change? Grasshopper importation laws <laughs> yeah. or. Uh, more right, well, we're going to have to work on your PR game. <laughs> <laughs> more understanding of Stefan and his achievements. <laughs> <laughs> that could help. Uh, Nicholas Mason. I steal. You are a prolific podcaster. You can't stop me. I'm here right now. Uh, you know what? Uh, go to planetbroadcasting.com and there's so many great podcasts. There's Steel Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've heard of it. And a whole bunch of others. And they're all doing live shows during the comedy festival. So... Uh, if you've got some time off during the weekends, uh, yeah, check them out. You've got a live show yourself coming up? I do. Okay, cool. It, it, <laughs> yeah. it sold out. I wasn't going <laughs> to. Don't worry about it. Uh, the Weekly Planet, awesome uh, pop culture podcast. Now, Dilrook. Yes, sir. Show business is embracing you in its warm bosom. Mm. Where can the good listeners join in? Uh, you can, if you're in Melbourne, you may come to the Melbourne Comedy Festival. I'm doing my new show, Bundle of Joy, at the Swiss Club, the aforementioned Swiss Club, 7 p.m. Uh, and 6 p.m. on Sundays. Otherwise, I'll be in Sydney on May 11th and 12th. That's Giant Dwarf. Uh, all the details uh, for tickets at comedy.com.au. Otherwise, I'm on social media at DilrookJ uh, on Instagram and Twitter and DilrookJ.com, uh, uh, something like that on Facebook. And 
Fitbit podcast with Ben Lomas. Uh, please listen to it. We just released an episode with uh, the very funny Tommy Dasselow as our first official guest, which was really fun to hear him talk about his fitness history as well as uh, how he's trying to get fit. It's been quite an interesting um, journey for me and Ben because we've realized how many of our mates uh, have a lot of stories to do with either trying to get their life together health-wise or how they relapse. So there's a lot of uh, fun stuff to be had. I think it's very sweet that you're surprised that our friends need yeah. to get their lives together. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Thank you guys for coming down and thank you for joining us for my comedy festival weekend. It has been so fun. It's so nice to see you all. Uh, thank you for making the trip down, Thelma. It wouldn't be the same without you and I appreciate Yay. that. Round of applause for Thelma, always in the front seat. Even though her daughter won't respect the stage, but what are you going to do? Uh, thank you guys so much. I am Steel Saunders and I do love Green Guard Letters. Thank you guys. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that last episode with Dilrook Meso and our buddy Aaron Gox. Hey, if you want to listen to something else, I do a, another podcast that I've started recently for my store, the Shaw store, called Manchester Lane Radio. And I do a really fun hour interview chat with Nick Mason about his uh, podcasting and tram driving exploits. So uh, check that out. Just search Manchester Lane Radio where you get podcasts or go to theshawstore.com. Now... You're probably wondering, lost episode, is there any chance of some new episodes? There is a chance. Actually, after doing the Meso podcast, I was sort of like, yeah, I'm feeling sort of good about doing some episodes. And so I'm, 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 I'm looking into it. I am looking into it. If this is something that uh, you're in favour of, uh, excites you, you'd uh, like to see go down, please let us know. Let us know because, as we uh, always talked about the pod on the pod, that um, it's it's the the listener feedback that uh, keeps things generating in podcast world, at least for me as well. So, uh, if that's something that you know, I've, I've already heard from from. A, a nice amount of people that um, that that really love to uh, hear some new episodes. So if that's something that you're behind, uh, yeah, hit us up on Twitter or wherever. You can still listen to every episode of the podcast. Listen to those LA helicopters. This is so authentic. I live in LA now. That might be surprising to some people. Uh, I've also got a child who's two and a half. Little Harry. He's the absolute best. The absolute best, but all catching up, we can we can do this on the episodes as we uh, welcome back some letter lovers. You can hear all the um, the past two hundred and fifty nine episodes. I think it is on the Patreon. Uh, I love Gringo Letters on Patreon, and that's uh, for three bucks for the month. You can download as many or as few podcasts direct to your podcast app of choice. 
yeah, it has been a, a big gap. We'll leave it for there for now. We'll see what goes down. But for now, there's only one thing to do. And that's just wait around and see if this one's got one of those uh, secret sections. I have been eating shit food for 33 years. I have never thought to do that. (laughs) All right, cheat days today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they get dressed up in the skin. Wow, that sounds really good. I'm a bit of a sucker for the the fritters, you know, like the banana and the pineapple Ah. and the, the Hawaiian pack. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, it's just... Never understood that, the whole thing. Can I ask you, Aaron Gox, uh, about a post you made a couple of days ago yesterday about uh, your uh, partner's relatives who came over from Africa and bought a delicacy? Can you tell us about there's, that? I hope there's no one working here from... Um, <laughs> what's it called? Border security? Yeah, yeah like quarantine, yeah, because they brought in grasshoppers <laughs> to, to eat. But they're dead. I mean, the grasshoppers. <laughs> um, just to clarify, the in-laws are fine. Yeah, how no, no. Aaron, Aaron takes border security pretty seriously. Yeah, and the punishment fit the crime. <laughs> Who used it when he was tampering his balls? Oh. I don't think his weight loss method is for you, buddy. Yeah, we're, um, we're saving Mr. Black for the hundredth episode. <laughs> oh, Maybe pre-record that one just yeah. in case. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mate. these things happen. Yeah. <laughs>